player is like around 60, 65. If it's 70, you're getting into the high range. So let's say 60, okay? The Steelers in the past few days, out of the five defensive regulars that they lost, also lost 3,099 snaps from the 2020 season. Wow. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates. Here are the snap counts. This is from 2020. Steven Nelson, who hardly ever left the field, had 907. Vince Williams, who we think of as, you know, kind of a part-time guy or whatever, was anything but once Devin Bush went down. He had 671. Bud Dupree got hurt, but he still had 609. Mike Hilton, who also had some time missed, was at 463. Tyson Alulu had his injuries as well, and he was at 449. Again, the total is 3,099. That's according to footballreference.com. Amazing. Amazing. Poof. They're just gone. They're just gone. That is a lot of football to be replaced. And it's not just about saying, well, we have Robert Spillane, and we believe that he can do this. And You can believe what it is that you want from limited sample sizes. But what you can't replicate, what you can't forecast, is how these players, various replacements, will be able to go out there and do it over not 16 games, but 17 games next season. It's asking a ton it's expecting a ton in order to think that this defense will be, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. And I, and I say that in, in either direction, and here's why. If you look at the whole group, the starting 11, or the projected starting 11, obviously you're going to have Devin Bush back, and I'm never going to underplay that. So Devin Bush being gone last year was a loss, maybe more than – people will realize because the rest of the group was really just so good. But you will have Devin Bush back. And you'll also have almost all of your other principal playmakers. The most dynamic guys will still be there. T.J. Watt will be there. Cam Hayward will be there. Stephon Tuitt will be there. Minka Fitzpatrick will be there. Terrell Edmonds doesn't belong in that category, but he's coming off a really good season. For what it is that he's asked to do, he's coming off a really, really good season. And then there's Joe Hayden. So your best guys, other than Bud, are back. So what you really need to see here, what you really hope to see, is that whoever's taking the place 
of these individuals that I just mentioned not only can perform up to the standard, but also can do so over 17 full games. If not, if not, then I'd be looking at constructing my depth chart a little bit differently if I'm Mike Tomlin and Keith Butler. And I'll give you an example here. Alualu's gone. He was going to be 34 years old. Really, really good football player. Immensely underappreciated by everybody outside that locker room. You have two young players who could be placed into a position similar to nose tackle, whether they call it nose tackle or not. There really aren't nose tackles anymore in football. Um, so you could put a third DT there and just say, hey, you know, this is, this is what we're doing with this position when we do decide to go with three down linemen. Those players are Carlos Davis and Isaiah Bugs. And you don't know what you're going to get from them. We saw a little bit of good from Bugs last season, and we saw some strangeness, you know, where he would just completely whiff on somebody, made Tomlin mad a couple of times. Um, that's going to happen when you're new to being out there on the field. But I don't think anybody would question that Bugs has the athletic and physical capability to do this. We'll just see how this how this plays out. Same thing goes for Davis. Davis is not a known commodity. Uh, he's barely been able to get on the field. He was a rookie. He also has the size, the athleticism that you'd hope from the position. Maybe more than anything, what you'd be looking for out of these individuals is to stop the run. Now, let's face it, when Alualu went out, to injury last season, what was exposed immediately and in an ugly way was how important he was to stopping the run because teams were just gashing right through the middle, right between Cam and Steph. Didn't matter, just boom, snap after snap, brazenly. And that's something that no defense can afford, and I would argue that this defense can doubly ill afford it since Vince Williams won't be there to make those tackles either. And Vince is a really, really good run stopper. So what do you do? Well, try both. Create a rotation because Cam and Tuit are, are both getting up there, especially Cam in years. You don't want them out there for uh, 60 or 70 snap counts. You want those guys to be able to get a breather so that they can be at their absolute best, particularly when it comes to the pass rush. So maybe you get more bodies involved and do more of a rotation. The same thing can apply, I think, to an extent at inside linebacker. You know, is Robert Spillane going to be able to handle all of Vinny's snaps? I don't know. We haven't seen that. We've seen the way Spillane plays. 
Uh, we saw that he pretty much uh, attempted a suicide mission <laughs> going after Derrick Henry on the goal line in Nashville and then felt it for a long time after that, that, that collision. Maybe he won't stay on the field. Maybe Marcus Allen gets a little bit more involved up there. Maybe someone else still comes in from the outside. Maybe, and this would hardly be an upset, you'll have a linebacker from the draft. If you bring these people in and you bring them into the mix and you have more bodies that are rotating there, maybe you have a chance of keeping the team a little bit fresher in addition to doubling your possibilities for replacing the snaps that are lost. You get what I'm saying here? This is this is it's it's more about maybe getting away from the idea that you have to have one player replace the guy who's been lost. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly and George. They represent people who've been hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated as super lawyers, capital S, capital L, for over 15 years. That's a designation that's reserved only for the top 5% of attorneys in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. You can learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. There's so much that we don't know. And maybe that's maybe that's the strongest point that could possibly be made right now. There's so much we don't know about this defense. We don't know who else they might bring in. We don't know who they might draft. We don't even know if they'll look to adjust the way the defense functions based on one or two of these losses. Not not the obvious ones, like, like Bud just gets replaced by Alex Highsmith. Steven Nelson, in all likelihood, is going to get replaced by Justin Lane. But I'm thinking more about the interior of the secondary and Mike Hilton. Hilton is difficult to replace in the literal sense. He does unusual things. And I don't know if that's going to be Cam Sutton, if that's going to be Sutton part-time, if that's going to be somebody else completely. But one way or another, I think getting more, more bodies, more involvement preserves not only your chances of avoiding another one of those December fades the way we've now seen three years in a row, but it also doubles your chances of having someone else emerge. Someone else can take that mantle and that guy who replaces Vince Williams. When we come back to the question. Came back from injury last season. 
The Steelers still got gashed by the run, and he was not effective in the second half of the season. I think you overrate him just a little bit. We aren't going to agree on this, Ron. When Alu came back, the run defense immediately settled. Uh, I could sit here and go through all kinds of data to support that, but I also just saw it happen, you know. Um, I'm not sure if your memory is influenced by how generally bad things went later on in the season or because the Steelers later faced better rushing teams, including Cleveland. And if you're talking about Nick Chubb gashing your run defense, you're talking about a player who literally does that to everyone. And there's no shame in giving up some rushing yards to one of the top two or three backs in the entire league. Yeah, the Steelers have shut down great backs, and this defense has done that. The defense, they, they held their own against Derrick Henry. They held their own in the past against Chubb. Not everything's always going to go well when you're facing guys of that caliber. And Chubb was able to get his yards, uh, as was Kareem Hunt. I wouldn't look at that and say that's an Alulu thing. I think this was a terrific player, and I think that this was somebody that the Steelers really needed to hang on to. Um, for what it's worth, it sure sounds like the Steelers thought that too. And then, and then he was gone. And, I, you know, I, I've heard and, and read this stuff about how, you know, he's got this and that. He's tied to Jacksonville and whatever else. Uh, I'm sorry. There's always a way. There's always a way. The other thing about Alulu that I, I feel would be fair to add here is that the respect that he got and deserved from the other members of of the defensive line, not just for what he was able to do on the field, not just for the fact that he was able to transition into the Steelers' version of a nose tackle, just like with the snap of a finger doing it in one training camp, uh, but also that they really, really appreciated his super serious business-like attitude. And I, I know when I talk about this stuff, sometimes it can it can sound like material that's, you know, worthy of eye-rolling. Oh, boy, here we go again. The players like their teammate. Hey, thanks for that information. But when you're in there, and I'm in there talking to these guys in normal times, I do try to share with you what the perspective is from those people on the inside. I'm not on the inside, but I'm allowed in, and I speak with them, communicate with them, and I see how they interact with each other. And Alulu was like that uh, quiet rock type. That everyone, the, the emotional guys, whatever else, could just kind of look at him and, and find their equilibrium. And that does help a defense or a team in any sport 
establish consistency. And I think anybody who's participated or coached or whatever in sports knows exactly what I'm talking about here. You do need that one guy who's just super cool. And that was definitely him. And, you know, Ron, to swing back to the stuff that I was talking about in the opening segment here, this is part of what I mean when I underscore the losses. It's not to overrate, to use your term, or to make them sound like they were the greatest thing in the world or that there's no one out there better or that they can't be replaced or anything like that. I'm emphasizing what makes it challenging. Yes, both of those things can be true. It's not going to be easy to replace Alu It's not going to be easy to replace Vince Williams or Steven Nelson, Ike Hilton, certainly not Bud Dupree, even if Highsmith is at his best. That's all. It's not about, you know, trying to make it sound like it's the end of the world. I think it's just at least an attempt to put things into proper perspective. Thanks for the question. Thanks to everybody for listening, not just today, but all week long. Daily Shot of Steelers comes your way every Monday through Friday, and it's a lot of fun every Monday through Friday. We'll be back next empowers qualified students to work in full-time paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu slash works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.